0: In the year 3062, far after the fall of humanity, the world is populated by sentient robots, true artificial intelligences. So far removed from their creators, they became more and more curious as to the things they did not understand about humans, specifically emotions. So they proceeded to do what they always do, design new machines and send them back in time to find the answer. Each robot was given a different emotion to research and define. I am one of those robots, a Sensation Acknowledgement Machine, or Sam. And I have a question for you. What is fun? Entry 008, Nathan Hartswick engage charisma nathan thank you so much for agreeing to this interview could you tell us a little about yourself
1: uh sure i am the co-owner of vermont comedy club in burlington vermont i am a a comedy performer and instructor and uh, a writer and a dog owner excellent
0: now nathan what sorts of things do you consider fun
1: oh fun stuff um well i mean i i i would be remiss if i did not mention comedy (laughs) <laughs> Since that is my livelihood, of course, and and that is uh, something I do find fun. I think if you didn't find comedy fun, um, one, what's wrong with you? But two, uh, <laughs> why are you running a comedy club? <laughs> so I uh, I enjoy uh, watching a good comedy show, and I enjoy participating in a good comedy show, and uh, you know that's probably the you know right now at this point in life, that's sort of the top of the list. Okay.
0: Uh, anything else? Uh, think about your lifespan as a whole, the, the, oh. the grand sum of your years on this planet
1: earth, <laughs> the grand sum, I am, uh, let's see, let's see. I enjoy, uh, you know, most, m- most normal things like, uh, you know, time with friends and, uh, and, you know, live music and, uh, and spending time with my very cool dogs, uh, in the outs in the, in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, All of those things make me generally happy. Um, I like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of. um, It's I. I I find that when there are, um, (laughs) I'm thinking about a little intellectually here, but I think when there are more people around me that I uh, really enjoy spending time with, that's when I have the most amount of fun. And I think the activity is less important, um, and so like I, I don't tend to be a sports person, mm-hmm. um, but I'll play wiffle ball with a bunch of friends and have a great time. I am not really a board game person, but if I'm with the right group of people, they can convince me to play a board game, uh, and I, oh, I'm always glad I've done it. Uh, okay. but really, the common denominator is just like, do I, am I ha- is it a group of people that I really enjoy uh, the personalities of and jive you know, with and all that? Okay, so fun is sort of a, a symbiotic
0: experience, largely, for you.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, it's not to say that you can't have fun by yourself, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and you know, it's a, it's a different kind of fun. I would, I, I would say, and I tend to lean toward, uh, collaboration and, you know, community. Okay. So what is
0: it that you think is fun about being with that group of people, regardless of activity?
1: Um, yeah. What is fun about that? Um, And feel free to walk
0: us through your thought
1: process. (laughs) Uh, What's my thought? How, how is it fun? Um, I mean, in general, I think, you know, if you want to get really, uh, really deep about it, then I would say like, you know, and we're finding this out now at this point in human history that um, being alone is, uh, can be, um, you know, a little sad sometimes, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're by yourself, like it, it, it's necessary, I think, to recharge your batteries and all of that. Um, but, um, but when you're around other people, it, uh, I think being with other people, um, is just, uh, it's, it's it's tricky. I have to find the way to say this. Um, yeah, while while being alone is necessary to recharge one's batteries, so to speak, I think when uh, when you're with others, um, you know, there's a, a sort of a, a greater than the sum of all its parts kind of thing that happens, where you're um, you're you're able to commune with other people, and whether you're doing something fun, a fun activity, and you're all laughing together. Um, or you're leaning on one another in a conversation where you're trying to support one another, one of you is going through something hard and you've got the support of someone else. Um, ge- you know, In general, we need each other as human beings to, uh, to get through that. And oftentimes our memories, our are, are most uh, happy memories from you know, the sum total of our years on Earth, are um, you know, the ones we remember anyway, are heightened because of the people we were with at the time. Um, being particularly, um, you know, there for us in the tough moments, or um, with us by our side to experience and you know share the experience of whatever the very fun thing was that we did. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like you know, so so often um, when you're doing something fun. It just heightens the experience and improves the experience to be sharing that that fun with others. Hmm.
0: Where do you see yourself on sort of the introvert to extrovert scale?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, others have asked me that, and I don't know because um, I, I uh, maybe that just means I'm dead center. Because I mean I there
0: there is you know a true neutral where you right. you can go either way where you flower when you're around people but then you also need that alone time to right. to sort of recharge.
1: I think that's probably you know where I'm at and uh you know I I can very much relate to introverts when I'm at home and uh, you know, something comes up that, uh, you know, requires me to go into public and, and be around a lot of people. Um, and I get that sense of dread and that sense of, uh, you know what, I'd just be happier here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yet, um, yeah, when I am around a group of people, especially a group of people whose company I enjoy, uh, I, I do. Um, I, I, I'm not a, an introvert in those scenarios, um, you know, uh, my wife and I have talked about, because I think she's more of an introvert than I am, that she has a sort of character she has to put on when she's in public um, mm-hmm. to manufacture that, uh, that that the extrovertedness needed to, you know, have a, a group social in interaction. And it always kind of exhausts her. <laughs> Afterward, she's very tired. Um, and I don't have that same uh, same issue, but I also, by the same token, do not feel energized by it the way extroverts generally do. Hmm. Um, I enjoy it, but then when I'm when it's over, um I'm glad. Okay. Okay. So yeah, probably a neutral or a dead center on that spectrum for me. Okay. So Nathan, what is the most fun you've ever had? Oh wow. I I had a thought you might ask me this question, and I didn't prepare <laughs> by by scanning all of the memories of my entire life so far and choosing one that was the most fun. Um, I mean, and, the important thing to remember with this is there's no
0: wrong answer because sure. I don't know the entire history of your life.
1: This <laughs> yeah, isn't not, gotcha journalism. You're not going to judge me by my choice against all other possible choices. No, not at all. Great. Um, well, I think. Oh man fun, huh? Fun is such a, you know, there's so many colors to fun. Um, because I, I'm thinking back on times when I had fun and, uh, you know, so many, so many times when I was on stage, um, you know, I I do improv comedy and creating uh, improvisational comedy with a group of people, Mm -hmm. um, is so fun, especially when there's an audience there to engage in that experience with you, that, that there's so many moments, um, that, uh, I think of as being like, oh, that was such a great show or such a great moment, um, that we all shared together. Um, those are sort of general. I'm not, I'm not, there's not one that's standing out right now, but, Mm -hmm. um, but that's a different kind of fun than, um, you know, playing a board game with my daughter when she was five years old, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or, or pretending to have tea with her, um, which is a whole other kind of experience. So, um, I'm thinking about times when um, when I spent you know, four hours as a nine-year-old boy uh, turning the inside of a large refrigerator box into a spaceship with a magic marker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about um, going to Dave and Buster's and playing video games with my kid when she was 10 years old. Um, I'm thinking about taking a walk in the woods with my two dogs and my wife um, uh, in the fall when all the leaves are falling. And I'm thinking about, um, you know, game nights I've had with my friends or, um, really great conversation I've had at, um, you know, bars in Manhattan when I was 25, um, you know, uh, dates I've had with that have gone particularly well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different, when you think about them, those are things like that are popping up as, as you're asking me to call upon my memory, but so many possible kinds of fun, you know? Yeah. I mean,
0: fun Fun has many facets. That is one thing that my research has definitely shown me.
1: I'm sure, yeah.
0: Um, so I would wonder, with all of these sort of tendrils creeping out towards you of ideas that we could dip into, which one sticks out more than the others?
1: Hmm. Let's see. That's still, that still—that takes such a—such a—, such a uh you listed a whole number
0: of things right there uh going to dave and buster's with your daughter when she was 10 playing board games with your daughter when she was five getting up on stage and creating something strange and fantastical with a group of people uh great dates you've had great conversations you had when you were 25 going for walks in the woods with your wife and dogs Um, which of those just just shines a little brighter than the other ones. And and again, you won't be offending anybody by choosing one <laughs> over the
1: others. Um, you know, uh what I'm going to say is I'm going to I'm going to choose one at random. Sure. Because, we can also discuss a few of them
0: if they if they do truly weigh equally.
1: Um, you know, I think um and maybe it's uh maybe it's the the tendency of a research gathering robot here, but um but I tend to Uh, uh, like my, in my mind, none of these things um, sort of like ranks on a linear scale, uh, Mm -hmm. higher or lower than others. Um, Like, you know, just by virtue of me saying like, they're, they're, they're different. Like, in my mind, they're, each enjoyable in their own way mm-hmm. and uh, you know there certainly are you know there are things that were like yeah that was kind of fun and oh that was really fun certainly there that there are spectrums to certain things but all these things i would uh, you know that you listed that i that i'm mentioning here they they're all they're all wonderful and uh, and so i don't think of any of them as better or worse than anything else. Travel. You know, I've traveled to some really fun places and done some cool uh, things and experienced neat things. And so I'm not like, um, thinking of any, any of these as better or worse than any of the others. I just, uh, I'm just going to choose one at random and we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. <laughs> um, so, um, let's see, let's see. I'm trying to think of a specific, uh, a specific moment or a specific, uh, story that I can tell of something really fun. Um, Well, you know, what's interesting, what we haven't gotten into really is, uh, which I find interesting and fascinating is kind of that, um, some things become fun in retrospect Uh that were not fun in the moment. Um, and that's a different kind of, uh, fun where you, it's the, it's really fun to relive how crazy and ridiculous that's that experience was, but at the time it may not have been a positive one. Have you run across any of that in your research? Uh,
0: not so far with any of the people that I've spoken to, though I have come across many different kinds of fun. Uh, there have been folks who have talked about how fun it is to uh, be know that they're completely alone and unjudged, so they have the, the fun of being free to do whatever they want without worry. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also the fun of uh, hard work paying off, or the fun of sharing a private moment with with a trusted friend, um, or sharing a public moment with a number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's certainly there's there's been no one definition that applies to everything.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I um and and it's, I, it yeah. I just started thinking about um, uh, just a particular uh a, a trip I took my daughter on one time when she was young. She was like uh, you know, I, I, she grew up in another town and so I would have time with her. I would have like a weekend with her or, uh, an evening with her. Uh, and that's kind of how, you know, she spent her formative years with me is like, you know, on the sort of like, you know, evenings with dad kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I decided I was going to take her on a camping trip, um, because we rarely got like, you know, multiple days in a row. And so uh, (laughs) I, I not really being a camper, um, at all, uh, set about to try to find a campground that we could go to that was uh, sort of nearby because we didn't have time to travel or anything. And I took her to this camp campground that was um, just an absolute uh, dive. It was just (laughs) like a mobile home trailer park looking thing that had like the saddest little pool you've ever seen in your life. And these, uh, these campsites that were so close together and just like super hard like rocky areas <laughs> and uh and you know the just the most loud obnoxious people right up against you um and people smoking and you know drinking and yelling and screaming all night and it was so not fun <laughs> in the moment mm-hmm. it, but it was a shared bonding experience i had with my kid that you know but she and she was kind of old enough she was probably 12 11 or 12 at this point Okay, she she was old enough to to recognize that like she, i knew and she knew, like, I just kind of came out with it. I said, this place isn't very good, is it? <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> and then we just kind of like, you know, we spent a night there. And then we, you know, we went and got ice cream. We we did have some, we managed to have some fun on the trip. But just the in in retrospect, the memory of that, we, we share that memory together now. And when I bring that up to her, I remember that lousy campground we stayed at? She, like, she and I share a laugh. And so it's the, it's the fun of being able to laugh about something uh, kind of, awful that you lived through together, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of pays dividends, you know, throughout the years. Um, so I find that kind of thing really fun and interesting.
0: So what is it that is fun about that? You know, you look back on this experience that at the time I'm sure Mm -hmm. was stressful, Mm -hmm. uh, given that you had, Placed some amount of importance on it, you know, you don't spend every moment with your daughter So you want to make those moments count when you do have her and you wanted it to be really impactful and and probably a bonding experience um, To really spend some quality time together and that's not necessarily what you got But you almost have that, you know uh, camaraderie built from adversity that soldiers feel on the battlefield of having to, to survive through this horrible experience.
1: Sure, and I I would imagine that the feeling that uh, soldiers get who have gone through a battle together isn't necessarily fun in retrospect. But um, but but this is it shares some DNA with it. The idea of um, you know you being being able to uh, revisit. I think as human beings we like to kind of think back on, reflect on, and revisit. Um, the moments in our life sometimes that is um, revisiting things that uh, were difficult and that get great. You know, when we get distance from it, it grants us a, a more perspective and an easier time and um, kind of working through something difficult. Um, when it's uh, a nice memory, then it's sort of a nice little dopamine hit we get from uh, reliving kind of in our mind that moment, that that better moment. Um, And that can be healing and helpful when you're going through something hard um, to think back on some of the more fun times in your life. So um, this is sort of a, a weird amalgamation where it's like, you know. Uh, I'm looking back on a time that wasn't great, but I'm getting joy out of uh, the fact that we were able to make it through it together and we moved into, uh, you know, uh, into a better part of our life, you know, like um, I do that all the time with people who um, maybe I didn't have a good relationship with earlier, but I do now. Like, Mm -hmm. it's sort of fun to look back on it and say, remember how much, like my sister and I have a great relationship now, but I was a terror to her when I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) And we look back on that and it's sort of, remember what a... What a jerk I was, and uh, you know, it's ah, uh, it's something we can laugh about now because we're more mature and we've and uh, and we've grown through it. Well, it's it's interesting because I think there's something to the
0: fact that so many things went wrong, it seems, on the camping trip in terms of it being a dump and and mm-hmm. completely not what you expected. And everyone was loud and rude. And it was just like, you know, one thing on top of the other that it it almost elevates it to the point of ridiculousness, even if you can't recognize it in the moment once you're able to put on the nostalgia goggles and look back at the situation, then the two of you can lock eyes and all of one of you has to say is camping trip. Right. And you giggle because of this shared experience that you had, that you survived came out all the stronger for, you know, I'm sure there were no lasting wounds. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and actually, um, you know, hearing you say that actually reminds me that like, Sometimes you do know, um, in the moment that it's, you know, I remember, I can recall a time when, um, we had a particularly, my wife and I early in our relationship had a particularly lousy day in New York city where we kept moving our car to different places where we thought it was legal to park and then getting $100 parking tickets all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then at the end of that, um, m- when we got our, t- we p- finally put our car-, car in a garage and when it came out. The, the tire was flat. And then, I, and it was Sunday, so like almost nothing was open. So we mm-hmm. had to drive on a flat tire all the way up to someplace way on the upper west side of town to get the tire either replaced or whatever. And while that was happening, we were in the parking lot of the mechanics. A, a taxi cab backed up straight into our car and smashed <laughs> into us. And I remember laughing at that moment because there is just a, a a ridiculousness to that moment where yes, it's the, it's the worst day ever, but it's also like you, we can look at each other and recognize this is going to be funny someday. Like we know Mm -hmm. now it's not, but you know, we started laughing because we understood the, that this is, so ridiculous. So sometimes pain in retrospect is funny. And sometimes even in the moment, you know, we're going to make it through this We're, you know, we're, things could, could be like, we're, we have our health, we're, we have each other. Mm-hmm. This is just the, the most awful day. And, uh, you know, there's something fun about that sometimes in the moment, but more often with, with distance.
0: And it's interesting that you mentioned that, that, that pain can, eventually be funny, uh, because the you know, that many people speak about the the healing power of laughter and mm-hmm. how once something has sort of passed the statute of limitations where you are able to laugh about it, um, it can help you sort of surmount that thing and and overcome yeah. whatever was Tragedy difficult plus about it.
1: Time equals comedy. Exactly.
0: Yep. So it's it's interesting when you can have a moment where it is so horrible but you can recognize that like you know five years from now we will be laughing about this right and and i would wonder do you and your wife now you know if 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 it comes up in reference to a current situation do you laugh about
1: that horrible day with the
0: parking tickets and the taxi cab
1: Oh, of course yeah <laughs> yeah it's a it's a fond memory we have now <laughs> um and it, you know it bonded us early in our relationship and you know it's there's something really uh you know that i wouldn't i wouldn't change about that day even though um you know if you had talked to me that day i would have i would have changed it in a second
0: <laughs> of course yeah i'm sure you didn't want multiple hundred dollar parking tickets <laughs> right. and a fee for a flat tire and dealing with car insurance yeah, yeah. and a taxi that, company.
1: that taxi driver i remember i'm, rem- I'm remembering now popped his trunk open and pulled out a large rubber mallet and uh, he hadn't done any major damage to our car thankfully but he had put a big dent in the back of his car and he banged out the dent in about 10 seconds and then apologized handed us like $100 in cash and drove away so it could have been worse, you know? Something
0: tells me it wasn't the first time that's happened to him. I
1: don't think it was. It didn't <laughs> seem like it. It seemed like it was his his MO. But I was also thinking, you know, you asked earlier about um, some, some fun memories and there's something else that's sort of bubbling to the surface now. Sure. Um, which is, you know, I talked about collaboration and I think like creativity and collaboration and, um, uh, you know, seeing the fruits of one's labor. Uh, you mentioned hard work and, you know, all of that. I, I think um, there was a period of time when the Vermont comedy club was, um, about to open when, um, and this came at the end of two or three years worth of my wife, Natalie, and I doing work to try to build a comedy club in Vermont. And so we, we had spent time building a business plan and pursuing people for investments and, uh, talking to contractors and finding a space and all this stuff. Um, and intellectually we knew that eventually this was going to happen somehow if we just kept at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we, uh, we found a space and the space was this big empty dirt pit essentially. (laughs) And then we hired the contractor and raised all the funds and they started building. And there was something just, it was like the feeling you get when, um, when you're, uh, you're building a snow fort (laughs) in the wintertime and the snow forts coming out great and you want your mom to come out and look at it and you're like, you're building with your brother or whatever. And you're like, this is awesome. This is gonna be awesome. It's going to have a door and a window and a thing. It was just the, the, the excitement around um, watching walls go up in that space and Mm -hmm. watching just like them pour the concrete slab and having electricians building all the, putting all the plugs in and there, and then building a stage and like seeing that whole thing take shape and being able to, like take friends of ours and tour them through the space and have them realize, Oh, this is what you're building. Oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, and then, you know, right through to the very, very first performances there where we got to put a bunch of people in that room and make them laugh for the first time. Um, that, that period of time, um, especially after, you know, two years of the most stressful part of our life, trying to get the place open was really like very fun. It was fun for Natalie and myself to, to, to watch that happen um, and, uh, and get to get to the other side of it and be able to do the thing that we had set out to do, which was to create laughter and joy in others. So that, that particular window is really sticks out to me as a very fun period of time. So you, you
0: finally get the opportunity to, uh, cash in essentially on the fruits of your labors. You spent a lot of time in fundraising and, and all of the, uh, rigmarole of, of, Building a place, uh, regardless of what it is, building a place takes right. a lot of time. Um, so, getting all of that done, and then getting to start to see the the looks on people's faces as they they are able to realize what you are trying to make happen
1: right right exactly yeah yep and uh, yeah and so it's it's, so that's a different type of fun i guess but it's the the sort of spark of creation and the moment of community when people first start coming to that place that you've built it's like you've put this magnet down and now all the little pieces of metal are starting to like you know move toward it Mm -hmm. and so it's a very fun feeling to to have to have been the one to put the magnet down
0: Interesting. So, I'm what I'm curious about with this uh, because it differs very much from the previous things you've spoken about in terms mm. of what you find fun. This is less less insular and less um, limited in scope, right? It's the the other stories you told were about you and one other person mm. sharing sort of a moment of hardship, and while this could also be considered a moment of hardship, this is more a, a road to a goal. Um, right. I would wonder. What was more fun in this situation? You know, you take a couple of friends through to tour the space and they, you know, you get to see that look on your face as it finally clicks for them what it is you are bringing to town versus that first night when you actually get to put on a show mm. and show, you know, the, the public at large what it is that you're bringing to town. Which right. of those experiences comes off as being more fun?
1: Um, I, it's, I don't know, because I I think the building and watching people see it and that whole process was very, uh, was fun on sort of more of a longer time span. You know, it was just fun Mm -hmm. to be in that place where it was finally happening and being able to see, you know, have those conversations with people and and get them excited about it. But the actual physical experience of putting on the first few shows was like, was, you can't put, hold a candle to that. It was so fun. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it was also kind of surreal because we'd never done it before like we'd never been in that space before or we don't we didn't know how it how it functioned so it was so rewarding and super fun to watch people like who were so excited about the existence of this space like come in there and use it for its intended purpose and you know and share in this moment of joy and laughter and I mean inherently what we're trying to create is a room full of people having fun mm-hmm. so that was that was great um for us like we we do that's kind of what we do what we get the most fun out of is, is creating fun experiences for others. So, and I don't really, you know, I don't think too hard about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's just kind of where, where we go with it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the fun of some something communal at the end of uh, a long a long process of hard work. Like as you mentioned, the other ones I was talking about with my daughter and my wife were sort of one on one moments. Uh, and then I can also think of moments when, um, you know, I've been on a trip uh, to go to an improv festival with a team of six six people, and we've been in the hotel afterwards playing board games and just like laughing so hard we couldn't breathe. Um, and that's also fun. Um, and it's so interesting that how the human mind. Um, can remember the specifics in certain moments and not in others. Like I've had so many moments like that with the, with my improv team or with just a group of friends in high school or college or whatever, where we're, we had so much fun, but I don't remember the specific details of that night or any of those nights we spent together. It's just a blur of these, those nights I used to spend in college at that, you know, at that little, uh, in that little I was just telling Natalie about this the other day. We had a little uh, lounge in college where they had Wednesday night jazz jams and it was like a very uh, cool thing to get to go to and you put your name down and maybe you'd get to play and maybe you wouldn't And uh, because I went to music school for a year and it was just like, Uh, so fun but I don't remember like any of the people's names there or any (laughs) specific one moment of me getting to play versus not Um, but other moments uh, like the camping trip I remember you know exactly what happened on that Mm -hmm. so it's strange how like your mind has these like depending on how intense the experience was your mind may or may not remember the details of it. Well, I it's think just, there's there's, yeah.
0: there's a pretty fascinating dichotomy there because you've got the the one experience of you know wondering if whether or not you get to play at the the open mic for jazz. Mm-hmm. and that is a moment so full of endorphins and dopamine and adrenaline mm-hmm. that it's it, you know, it can be easy to forget about it. it it's it's so overwhelming on a mm-hmm. on a, a you know a chemical level on the inside of your brain. Um, that it, it almost just cements it in your mind as the, the only memory is the feeling.
1: Right. Right. Um,
0: but then the moments like, you know, the, the horrible camping trip with your daughter, mm-hmm. that wasn't, nec- that wasn't fun in the moment. Yeah. Um, that is something that was kind of dreadful in the moment. So mm-hmm. it, it burned onto your brain sort of on the opposite side where it wasn't based on the feeling it was, you will remember this experience forever because it was terrible, but now you can look back on it fondly.
1: Yeah. I think also like, if you think of it, it like, sometimes I think of it like, like you're looking at a forest versus you're looking at a tree in the middle of a field. Like if you're looking at a forest with a bunch of trees, uh, and each one of those trees represents another fun experience. So, um, you know, for example, those Wednesday nights in college, like Mm -hmm. each, like there were many of those Wednesday nights, they all blur together for me because they all look similar to one another, like an evergreen forest. But if I am looking at, um, one singular example of something that's, uh, you know, that heightened all my feelings, emotions, dopamine, all of that. Um, and it's different from the, from everything that was happening in my life around it. Um, then I remember more details from it. So, you know, if I did something, uh, for instance, Natalie once uh, got me a, one of those gift, gift gift certificates to to learn to fly a, a small plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, you know I've never done anything like that in my life, so I remember that very distinctly. I remember what the plane looked like and what the strip looked like, and what the gentleman in the little uh, the little office uh, that morning was drinking coffee. The little aviator guys, uh, you know, old fifty year old like grizzled, you know, like like pilot, you know, private pilots. Um, the whole thing, the whole experience was so different from what my what my life normally looks like that the fun of that um, is is easier to recall than something that's more more similar to everything in my life around it at the time. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, we've talked about a lot of things so far. Sure. A lot of things that are,
1: are only... Uh, only slightly connected to fun human memory community (laughs) uh, negative uh, experiences growth (laughs) a lot of things that aren't necessarily fun
0: Uh, not necessarily but fun has been the tying element in each that's Mm. that's the the tracks we're on is fun the destinations may always be different Um, but what i'm curious now is is given all of the things that we've spoken of and the experiences you've recounted if i forced you now to define fun this is fun for nathan Hartswick. How would you define it?
1: Oh man. Um, how to define fun for me? Um, (laughs) let's see. I mean, it has to be an experience that (laughs) I'm trying to think of something that that encompasses kind of all things I might find fun. And it's so difficult to create a sentence that like, you know, covers everything. But I, I think, you know, it's an experience that, um, that if, uh, if I look back on it, Mm -hmm. I'm both likely to remember it fondly. Um, that I, that I'm, if I'm to look back on it, that I'm, I'm likely to remember it for one, that it doesn't just fade into nothing. Well, you know what? That doesn't work either. Cause you can have fun and then forget all about that. That ever happened. <laughs> it doesn't even necessarily have to imprint itself upon your memory. Um, there are plenty of improv scenes I've been in that I cannot tell you what happened in them, but I had a great time in the moment. Um, so I think, I think if you are fully present in a moment and uh, where something enjoyable is happening um, and that, that thing might be a, a shared experience. Um, you know, you're, you're watching a concert or a play or a show or something, um, or it might be a conversation or whatever, or so it could be some kind of shared experience or it could be something more solitary and personal, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're, you're doing, you're, you're doing your meditation or whatever, whatever it is you find fun uh, by yourself. Um, or it could even be something bad, but so silly, uh, that, you know, because it's not, Um, it's not inherently, you know, oh man, or (laughs) I'm going to try to try that sentence again. Mm -hmm. Um, or it might be something, um, you know, uh, terrible, but you know, you're going to get through it or it might be something terrifying, but it, uh, you know, spikes your adrenaline levels like bungee jumping. Um, but I think, yeah, the, 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 the common denominator is just like, are you, uh, getting enjoyment out of this in the moment and or are you likely to look back fondly on this experience? Um, and I think there are plenty of opportunities um, in life if, you, if you're open to it and looking for those opportunities um, to have fun. And, and they can be solitary or they can be communal, they can be dangerous or they can be safe. <laughs> um, there are many, many ways, uh, I think, and and, and, you're, and it's sort of your job, I think, as a person, because there's enough things about life that aren't fun. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things you could get down about. Um, And I sort of feel like we as human beings have such a short time here and we um, sort of incumbent upon us to find the joy in the human experience um, and in that short amount of time that we're here for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just think it's our responsibility to find that fun because otherwise what are you going to do? Grind through your life and uh, and complain about everything. And there are those types of people, but they're missing um, a a really key component of the human experience. Um, and you've defined it with this uh, overarching term called fun. Um, and I think what I'm envisioning it as, as we've been talking here, is is more of a you know just seeking the joy in uh, in the human experience wherever you can find it. Um, and I think it's, it's our responsibility, all of us to, to be doing that for ourselves and to be doing it for others and with others. Hmm. It's a very, uh, egalitarian goal. <laughs> well, you know, that's, uh, I think that's just, yeah, that's how I feel is, uh, it's a very, um, it's a dark world out there sometimes and we need to bring a little light into it, uh, for each other and, and for ourselves. Uh, I,
0: I agree. I think there are, uh, A lot of people who are very focused on their own sadness as opposed to being focused on everybody's joy. And that is not to discount anyone who feels sad because sadness is a very useful emotion at times. Um, And it's not to say that you are wrong for feeling the way that you feel, uh, but there is a discrete difference between getting down on yourself and getting up for everyone.
1: Absolutely. And if you want to make a follow-up podcast called what is sad, there's probably just as much uh, useful (laughs) conversation (laughs) to be had around that might not be as fun for people to listen to, but, uh, but it is important, obviously. Yes,
0: very much so. Uh, Well, Nathan, do you have any final words on fun that may help robots like myself understand it?
1: Um, No, I think, uh, I, I think I've, I've, I've offered up a lot of different angles on this and I just hope that, uh, you know, as a robot that you're able to, you know, adjust your programming to try a few of these things and hopefully you'll feel fun someday too that is the hope it's the dream
0: uh nathan thank you for helping me with my research
1: absolutely thank you for having me sam uh
0: if you listeners out there would like to aid future robots in understanding your petty human emotions you can get in touch with us at what is fun pod on twitter facebook and instagram and you can email us at what is at gmail.com let us know your answer to the titular question Remember, just because humanity one day will inevitably fall doesn't mean you can't be a research subject now. So, I ask you, what is fun? Charisma? Disengage. Disengage. Disengage.
1: This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>